Hello there, Alaskans, wherever you are. Welcome to the Must Read Alaska Show. Coming to you from somewhere in Alaska. This is the place where we talk about, you guessed it, Alaska. Where we keep the mainstream media on their toes and where we are standing up for what's right and a world run by leftists. You can find out more by heading over to mustreadalaska.com and also checking out the Must Read Alaska YouTube channel for some really great content. But first, let's get this party started. Welcome, everybody, to the Must Read Alaska show. I'm your host, John Quick, coming to you live from somewhere in Alaska. And I hope everybody's having a phenomenal morning here on a Wednesday, May 3rd. Uh, for folks that are on the Kenai Peninsula, you're probably seeing your lawn for the first time if you live in Nikiski and Kenai and Soldatna. I know we still have, I don't know, maybe a foot of snow at my house. So hopefully in the next week or so that melts away, which would be amazing. We want to thank everybody that listens, watches and reads Must Read Alaska. We do this to spread conservative news through all the nooks and crannies of Alaska and if you want to help keep the lights on here at Must Read Alaska, you can just go to mustreadalaska.com on the right-hand side there. You'll find a little donate button. Every $5, $10, $100 helps keep the lights on. We're not funded by some nonprofit dark web money conglomerate. We're just funded by everyday folks that care about conservative news and getting an alternative news source. But without further ado, we have a very special guest today, Representative Sarah Vance, who has championed a repeal of ranked choice voting and has also offered a bill for healthcare consolidations uh, that could save the state literally hundreds of millions of dollars is my guess um, in long-term healthcare costs. So without further ado, welcome to the Must Read Alaska show, Representative Vance. Good morning, John. It's so good to be here today. So glad to have you on. We were chatting a couple of days ago. And I was like, you have to come on the show because you're you're doing some exciting things. You have some huge, uh, very impactful bills kind of down the pipeline. So let's talk about the repeal of ranked choice voting bill first. How did that come about? Um, why did you take that on as an issue that you care about? Thanks, John. The the issue is, is that the voters clearly gave, said, I want you to re repeal ranked choice voting. This was the number one issue last year among along my district in the Kenai Peninsula was to repeal ranked choice voting. This issue rose above talking about education funding. It rose above the permanent fund dividend conversation. This was the hot button issue. People were so frustrated at the process. I had a lot of seniors say that they just refused to vote because they felt that it was a sham. And they said, we, we want you to repeal this. So I pre-filed HB4 ahead of the legislative session uh, with the intent to do the will of the people. So how's this, how um, has it been received in Juneau? I feel like, um, you know, you we kind of have what, every, what the rest of Alaska wants oftentimes and then what Juneau wants, which is two different things. Do folks in Juneau um, want this repealed? I know you just had public testimony. Tell us how that went. Well, we had public testimony in House State Affairs, and the lines were jammed up. A lot of people couldn't get in the call because all of the lines were full. The room uh, was packed, you know, in the committee, and uh, we've received a lot of emails. And unfortunately, there were people who were on hold that simply could not get their call in. So 
for if you are one of those people, I encourage you to email because we can still receive your testimony on the record in support of House Bill 4 that repeals ranked choice voting. So you can send that to house.state.affairs at akleg.gov. But um, as to answer your question about the mood in Juneau, you know, early on in the legislative session, the Senate said, no, no, we're not going to repeal ranked choice voting. In the House, we have a very different idea about doing the will of the people. And um, and I think that's the distinction is that we are separate bodies for a reason. And uh, when Alaskans speak up, they can encourage their elected representatives and senators to do the right thing. So walk, walk us through just the simple um, details of this bill. Let's say if it passes the House and the Senate. Is this something that gets put on the ballot or is this something that you all have the authority to just take out. Um, I think that's kind of the questions that I've had with folks is, does it have to go back on the ballot again? Does it not? Is this something that the House and the Senate can just get rid of if they vote on it? The direct answer is no, it does not have to go on the ballot. Our constitution gives the legislature the authority to uh, govern the elections and to outline the process by law. So we have the authority to do that we did, however, have to wait two years after the ballot measure passed. That's why we could not take on action on it last year. We had to wait until February of this year because any time a, a ballot measure passes by the people, the legislature is prohibited from doing anything for two years. So that's why I waited till this session. And now it's been even more clear uh, from Alaskans that they, they want to repeal ranked choice voting and go back to one person, one vote. Yeah, the uh, confusion aspect, I think, is the most simplistic form that I can think of and had conversations with. And even the division of elections did a little mess up. We just saw in the paper that um, I think the courts ruled that Dr. Gross should have been kept on the ballot. And it's not a cut on the division of elections. They were given this, you know, new proposition, you know, with a couple of weeks notice and told to get familiar with it. But even that, it shows that the folks that were in charge of implementing this, even they didn't really know how to do it. Well, that's kind of one of the problems with having a ballot measure that changes the law that didn't go through the process of asking, how is this going to work and think through all of the different scenarios? And so the division of elections was following the law to the to the best that they knew how at the time, because there was a lot of areas that just wasn't fully outlined in giving them direction. So that's why, uh, you know, we have we do have a process. And and if you follow me at all, you'll see that I've worked on election bills for uh, several years now, and they're often changing. And it's because we're having discussions with the Division of Elections, with our legislative legal division saying, hey, how how will this work? because we want it to be realistic and what aligns with federal election laws and how are Alaskans going to, to respond to this. And, you know, it's, they're a work in progress and that's, that's the value of the committee. So, you know, we have a couple different groups out there that are, you know, working to repeal it, or they're just working on educating folks about the complications of ranked choice voting we're going to get a lot of folks that listen to this episode and and think, oh, my gosh, they can do something about this now. We don't have to 
gather a million signatures and raise 20 million bucks and do all this work like representative Vance has a bill now. So, so what can somebody do? What are practical things that somebody could do? Phone calls, emails, what's the easiest thing for somebody to pick, make a difference on this bill right now? All of the above. So the first is to email house.state.affairs at aklegov because that's the committee that the bill is currently in. And, and it will go on the public record along with that piece of legislation with House Bill 4. The other thing you can do is email and call your representative or senator and say, I want you to repeal ranked choice voting. And, and that will show them, hey, I'm, I'm watching, I'm paying attention. I want you to do the will of the people. And um, that's so much more powerful than people realize when we hear from you and and it gives uh, a direction of, yes, we're going the right way, or maybe we need to pay closer attention to some of the other legislation that's moving through. And, um, and, and I can't even emphasize that enough. When we have overwhelming support or opposition from the public, the legislature does pay attention. I like that. So if you're listening, there's some couple practical steps there for you. I know that folks are busy with jobs and, you know, kids' sports practices and all that, but you know, at 11 o'clock at night, when somebody's got 10 minutes, shoot off an email, be respectful. Remember, these are just folks doing their jobs as well. And, uh, you know, share your thoughts on ranked choice voting. I want to encourage folks to do that. So um, let's shift gears here for a second, because I think, you know, um, you're familiar with this. I'm familiar with this. People um, often say that you know, it's really hard to cut government, right? Because especially here in Alaska, it's such a big machine that government touches. Really, it's the biggest player in Alaska in terms of what the economy looks like. And I think you've found a unique way to um, streamline some government processes when it comes to healthcare and health insurance that maybe other folks haven't thought of, and in a way could save us a ton of money. So walk us through the bill a little bit in kind of layman's terms and talk to us a little bit about it. So House Bill 21, the school consolidation, or excuse me, employee health insurance consolidation that uh, allows the opportunity for school districts, the University of Alaska and governmental units like our cities and our boroughs to optionally participate in Alaska Care, our state health care program. This has the potential to save millions of dollars like you suggested. Uh, what uh, our Kenai Peninsula Borough has the potential to save six million a year. Wow. The Matsu Borough has estimated seven to eight million per year, and that equals about three thousand dollars of savings for the employee. So not only is it saving the school districts money on their health care, but it's directly saving the teachers and and the other school employees money as well. So this is this is much higher uh, than them getting a raise. Uh, the one school district said this is the equivalent of a $125 increase to the BSA, but this is reducing that pressure off of the education budget. But the value of this bill is that it allows the municipalities the option. We have some smaller cities that maybe have six employees who just need to be part of a larger pool to bring down their cost. This allows them to do that and provide a great uh, policy of health insurance at the same time. Yeah, you think of like cities like Whittier or Kachemak City or, you know, we, they're all over Alaska, all these little teeny municipalities that got 
three, four, five, six employees, and they can't, you know, kind of hang with the big boys because their pool is so much smaller. So um, if this were to go forward, could any municipality, any school district opt into the, these kind of savings? Yes, as the bill is currently written, anyone can come to the to the state under the Department of Administration and say, hey, we're interested in joining your pool. Can we take a look at what that would look like and if it would save us money? If they uh, can't join the pool, the bill still allows for the Department of Administration to do a policy of self-insurance. So we're still going to find what the best fit is for that school or local government. And so for a school district like the Kenai Peninsula Borough, um, I believe, you know, folks don't quote me here, but I believe we have like a six million-ish deficit we're projecting for the school year, maybe even more than that. This would close that gap potentially. It could. Now, obviously, the insurance depends on if all of the bargaining units were to join, yeah. uh, but the bill allows for that. And uh, it's just one of those things that, that uh, it's a great idea. It's a big lift, but now it, it is it made it to house finance where they can do an actuarial. They can consider what is the risk that we're looking at? Does this really good idea actually work in real time. And so I'm looking forward to that analysis because the piece of legislation has not gotten that this far in any other legislature that I'm aware of. So we're going to take a hard look at that and make sure that it's right, not only for state employees, but for these other school districts and local governments, because this is this is getting the best bang for our buck. And, and I've always talked about that, that there are so many more ways to find efficiencies in government and still provide a great service. And we were when we're talking about saving millions of dollars and the potential to help recruit and retain teachers, it's a win-win. I like that. I think that uh, as folks that are out there listening, and if your school district is one of those school districts that says, we got a shortfall this year, we don't know how we're going to make ends meet, um, I would encourage you to go look at this bill by Representative Sarah Vance, because although nothing is the magic pill, this little things like this, $6 million savings in the borough, potentially, you know, millions of dollars with the Matsu, hundreds of thousands with smaller municipalities, all that adds up. And uh, so is there any hearing scheduled or, or, or anything like that yet? Or is it maybe down the road a little bit? It was, it's being uh, transmit to finance today. Nice. That's just part of the process. It has to be read across the floor going from one committee to the next. And uh, as you, as you know, finance is super busy with all the pieces of yeah. legislation <laughs> and with the budget. So they are holding two committees per day right now to keep up with everything. I don't know what the schedule is going to be like, but they are prioritizing uh, fiscal impacts in the in the hearings um, because we're looking to save money however we can. Nice. So last question to you, this representative Vance is, are you still hopeful for the state of Alaska? I think a lot of folks that turn on the news right now, you know, we're, we're spiraling, you know, the U.S. economy and you know, you might as well think like the world's coming to an end if, you, if you're watching Fox News or CNN. What are you hopeful for for the state of Alaska? I am hopeful because the Alaskan spirit is what keeps us going. And, and we've been through hard times, but 
but that is what makes us stronger and we come together alaskans do every single time it doesn't matter if it's uh you know a natural disaster or a neighbor's house burning down uh alaskans come together and and get through the tough times so i'm always hopeful i think there's so much opportunity that we still have and uh, we're working on a fiscal plan so that we can have those conversations about what we want alaska to look like in the future and i think that's a very good place for us to be awesome well if somebody lives in your district what's the easiest way to get in touch with you on issues that are kind of in their backyard and, and they're your constituent you can either call my office a lot of People have my direct number. You can text me <laughs> and um, and email my office. That's a way if you need help, it kind of creates a paper trail where we can address your issue more specifically. And that's at rep.sarah.vance at akleg.gov. Awesome. Well, do you have any last minute thoughts before we head off here? Well, I just want to thank you again for the opportunity to be a part of the podcast and what Must Read Alaska does. You know, I remember Suzanne meeting Suzanne when I was first getting into politics, and she said, you have what it takes. And I looked at her, and she was the first person that I believed. So I think Suzanne and you are doing a great job, and I'm so proud of just how much it's grown over the years. Well, thank you so much, uh, Representative Vance. We wish you nothing but success. And uh, it'll be exciting to see what those two bills do, specifically ranked choice voting repeal and healthcare consolidation. That's very exciting. So uh, we want to thank everybody that listens, watches, and reads Must Read Alaska. And we're going to have a double header today. We're going to have Senator Jesse Bjorkman on uh, here in a little bit talking about his lumber bill, which is very exciting. So until next time, I'm John Quick from somewhere in Alaska. Thank you, Rep. Vance.